Mark Vandermeer and Andre Ware with you. John Harris will catch up with a player in the locker room following the Texans' 15-13 defeat at the hands of the Carolina Panthers, who win their first of the year. First quarter, nobody moving the ball much, a lot of trading of punts, but in the second quarter, a drive that began in the first. As we look at Coke, memorable moments, nothing like watching and listening to football with your friends and family, everyone you love, everything you like, coming together, Coca-Cola together tastes better. Now the Texans put together a 92-yard drive, 17 plays, impressive stuff that ended with a bit of a surprise. Second and goal inside the one, handoff, big Beck, he takes it in for six. Andrew Beck, all he does is score touchdowns. Remember he had that kickoff return for a TD against the Jaguars, well he puts the Texans on the board, 7-0. The Panthers would answer with a 60-yard drive, Bryce Young touchdown pass to Tremble, the tight end, and that made it 7-6 because the Panthers missed the extra point. Carolina would later get a field goal in the third quarter to go ahead 9-7. That's right, we went to the half at 7-6, so 9-7, the Panthers' edge on a 46-yard field goal in the third quarter, and a Beck fumble gave the Panthers the ball in Houston territory in the third frame but the defense came up with yet another stop 12-7 the count Texans down they needed a big drive and they got it 75 yards 12 plays 7:23 off the clock and they got it down inside the one here was the score play clock down to 10 fourth and goal inside the one high formation behind CJ CJ's gonna sneak it CJ to the right He's side in. and yes Touchdown, C.J. Stroud. He pushed it across for six, and the Texans are back in the lead. 13-12, they went for two but didn't get it, and that was huge as well because, as you saw at the end of the game, that would have been a game-tying field goal for the Panthers instead of a game-winning field goal. Defense came up with yet another stop. Jonathan Grenard with a big sack on Bryce Young in a third-and-long situation. Texans couldn't move it, though, and eventually... The Panthers got the ball at their nine-yard line. You felt pretty good about the way the D was playing. But at the moment of truth, Carolina puts together an 86-yard drive. A couple of Texans penalties helped it out. They got it into chip shot range thanks to another two penalties. Tavier Thomas trying to go unabated to the quarterback and disrupt things and maybe buy a miss by Pinheiro. Didn't work. Pinheiro, 23-yarder to make it for the victory, 15-13. Offense puts up 13 points, not nearly enough. Defense plays well point total-wise, but needed a stop at the end. The Panthers drove 86 yards into field goal range to win the game. Pinheiro chip shot 15-13 count. Texans record count is 3-4 with Tampa Bay coming up on Sunday, one week from today at NRG Stadium on Kids Day, presented by Texas Children's. Dre, what do you have in the sack report? Yep, our ETB sack report. The Texans had six, six, that's right, six sacks in today's game. Uh, two and a half by Jonathan Grenard. Collins had two. Blake Cashman had one. And then Denzel Perryman accounted for the other half sack, bringing the total to six. As part of Sacks for Hunger, HEB will do donate $1,000 to the Houston Food Bank every time the Texans sack the quarterback. The HEB sack attack is brought to you by HEB, the official tailgate headquarters of 
your Houston Texans. Dre, it's a total team game. If you told me 15 points allowed coming in, I'd say, okay, I'll take yeah, it because no I figured the offense could move the ball. Tell but me six sacks, and I'm going to take that as well. All day long. So what were some of the issues the team had moving the ball on offense today? Yeah, just uh, offensive line play. Too much penetration and reestablishing of the line of scrimmage by Carolina's uh, front seven. And they defended the run. Uh, at times, I thought we were a little bullish on running the football, and mm. there was a time coming out of the half where you probably should have used the passing game to set up the run rather than trying to always force the run to set up the pass. It, what kind of, this is a game that called for uh, you to do that in reverse, and they were having moments within the passing game, hitting Nico Collins, hitting Tank Dell. Uh, Schultz never kind of really got him started, but – Early, he caught a, caught a pass or so. And so I thought that that formula would work in the second half as you soften up a defense and spread them out. Then you have the ability to run the football. Stroud did not turn it over today, but 140 passing yards, 16 of 24. It was really tough to get things moving, Dre, with all the knockdowns at the line or wherever they occur. Yeah, and you know, four of those, that's tough. And the three and outs, you got to stay away from those. you got to have – some consistency and some rhythm on the offense. I felt like you know they never really got into that rhythm where CJ was comfortable uh, at any time in this game. More peeking at some of the numbers of this one. Texans with 30 carries. As Dre pointed out, they ran the ball a lot, but for 110 yards, that's not what they want. They want more than that. 120 last time out against the Saints a couple of weeks ago. They had 140-plus in their victory over the Steelers. Those are the three games in which they've eclipsed the century mark in rushing as a team, but they're looking for more than that. Two-point loss, 15-13. We'll take a look at more numbers. John Harris will join us from the locker room with a Texans player, and we'll check out next week's opponent, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, coming up after this 15-13 loss at Carolina. This one hurts. Texans losing to the Carolina Panthers on the road, 15-13. Panthers getting their first victory of the year. We're live from the Mattress Firm broadcast booth. Reliant Power player of the game, proud to be the official energy provider of the Houston Texans. Reliant, Dre, you were mentioning Cameron Johnston doing a heck of a job. He'd be my MVP in this game. Yeah. I mean, uh, you talk about the production that he had and and, – Four kick, four punts inside the 20-yard line. Averaged just about 48 yards of, of, of punting today. Mm. I, I don't know that I've seen a better job at that position. Yeah, and the Panthers had it at their nine yeah. to start their final drive, and you're feeling pretty good about the defense's did chances. His job. But they did not get the job done as they go 80-plus yard drive and get the win on the last second field goal. But let's go to the locker room now. John Harris catches up with a guy that made some plays today. No question about it. That would be Noah Brown. Johnny. All right, guys, down in the locker room with uh, Noah Brown. Noah, early on in this game, kind of a couple of huge catches at that time. Take me through a couple of those uh, big catches you had leading to scores to the Texans. Uh, yeah, just uh, big third down plays, you know, things that we thought would be open during the week. Um, and that, that was my opportunity, just try to capitalize. You've done it for a couple of weeks now. You're still getting, are you getting in the rhythm with the offense after being away for a little bit? Uh, I, I feel like we hit the ground running. I feel like I had, I had a pretty good first game against the Saints and, you know, followed it up this game, but we just didn't get the win. Um, you know, I feel like I'm in the rhythm, and I think we're going to continue to get better. 
What's it going to take next week? Come back home now, four out of five, or play at Energy Stadium. What's kind of the biggest thing for you guys to kind of rally and get ready for the Buccaneers next week? Uh, I mean, this one's behind us. Uh, we we got to learn from it, obviously, but we're going back home. We got to protect our house. Uh, that's that's on the forefront of our mind now. This one's behind us, and we're going to do everything we can to get it done at home. No, I appreciate your time. Thank no you. Problem. Thank you. Well, if this thing teaches us anything, you can never look at an opponent and assume anything other than you're going to get their best effort and right. you better be ready for it because they and certainly got it today from Carolina. And it's the NFL, which, you know, which yeah. on any given Sunday, it can go down and in favor of someone else. So uh, there have only been a few teams that have gone winless in, uh, yeah. in, in an entire NFL season. So at some point, as we were just talking about, Carolina was bound to get one. Uh, but you just hate that it was this week as opposed to maybe next week. How about this? Total yards, Panthers 224, Texans 229. Neither team moved the ball today, but the Panthers got the movement at the end of the game in crunch time when they absolutely had to have it. But this was hardly the offensive showcase we were thinking we could get from the two quarterbacks. Young threw it 31 times, 22 of 31, 235, a touchdown, no picks. Stroud, 16 of 24, 140 yards. And third downs today, Carolina 5 for 14, Texans 5 for 12. This was not the day that Bobby Slowick and C.J. Stroud had envisioned against Carolina. Next week, the Buccaneers come to NRG Stadium Kids Day, presented by Texas Children's Prime Sport Tale of the Tape. Prime Sport Tale of the Tape, brought to you by Prime Sport. Visit primesport.com for your VIP experience needs. Well, Dre, the Buccaneers lost at Buffalo last time around, and that was an 18, well, 24-18 final. Baker Mayfield has got some juice, 25 of 42, 237, two TDs, no picks last week, can make plays with his legs. This is a tough assignment as you try to bounce back at home next week against Tampa Bay. Yeah, I just felt like this one, to put a bow on it, you just can't keep dancing with the ugly girl at the party otherwise she's going to start thinking that you know you want a relationship or you boyfriend girlfriend so you allowed carolina who's the ugly girlfriend to mm -hmm. dance with you along mm -hmm. too too long they got confident and felt like they could win and so you can't do that next week against tampa coming into your building it's a totally different deal though because yep. this is a team with a bunch of weapons some pro bowlers mm -hmm. they can air it out yep uh, and we saw the problem that not getting to bryce when we got to him six Six times, but yep. to his credit, he kept peeling himself up off the turf and delivering for his football team. Baker Mayfield is made up of the same stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he's, he can definitely take over a game. He is a streaky player. When he gets hot, he's hot, and he'll stay yep. there for a minute. But when he's not, he's also not, uh, and he'll stay there for a while. So you just have to kind of continue to get to him. Uh, secondary's got to play a little bit better next week and got to find a way to be more consistent in the running game. Got to create that home cooking you had against yes. the Steelers and the Saints. So that's going to do it from Carolina. When we're done here, it's Sean Pendergast and Clint Sterner on the flagship's post-game show. Call in, talk about the Texans, talk about the rest of the division, all the action in the NFL today. I want to thank everybody who worked on this broadcast. Robert Hensley, our producer, Aaron Rabel, the engineer, at the studio, Ryan Rocket at Network Control. Chris Santiago with the highlight work. John Harris with sideline reporting duties. Andre Ware with game analysis. I'm Mark Vandermeer thanking you all for listening. Once again, the final score from Charlotte, the Carolina Panthers 15, the Houston Texans 13. This is Texans Radio.